Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. episode of Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Stu. I'm Seth. I'm John. I'm Jenna. And Charles. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about the Christmas demon known as Krampus. And uh, we have a couple of Krampus masks I, on the table. I'm sorry, we're going to be celebrating the Christmas figure Krampus. Okay. You don't see him as a demon. You see him as a hero. The, not the hero, the hero we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we'll be talking about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about Teslacon, which just uh, ended the end of, well, it was about the middle of November um, in Madison, Wisconsin. It's a huge steampunk convention where it's kind of a full immersion thing. You go there and for the whole weekend uh, pretend like you're in the 1800s in a steam-infused sci-fi utopia. Or no. maybe dystopia, depending upon your outlook. Now, your theme this year was the Orient Express, right? Correct. And murder on the Orient Express. And there was a murder. There was a murder, yes. What, what was the actual title of the event? Because each of these has yeah. a big... Murder big... on the Orient Express. I thought that they went something different, a little bit more steampunky, but okay. No, that was it. That murder was it. on the Orient Express. What was last year's? Uh, what, was, what was last year's? Battle of Britain. Yeah, oh, Battle, Battle of Britain. Britain. Yes. And next year's is going to be War of the Worlds based on the original H.G. Wells novel. Mm. So that should be very interesting. I'm really looking forward to that. So we went this year, um, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, there were more murder suspects than there were people on the train, I think, which was kind of strange. <laughs> um, even Sherlock Holmes who was investigating the murder, was a suspect. Of course. <laughs> you know. Well, he is so. a sociopath. So. Uh, true, true. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. A lot of good. Sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, so Lynn and I picked up some stuff in my hat. I don't know. If, can you see my hat on the... You can hand me my hat. Oh, a sorting hat. Wonderful. Yeah. It's like a, like a wizard's hat. So see it on the camera. And it's kind of cool. It's got a little... Probably can't see that on the camera, but there's a little thing in here. A, um, like a string thing that you can pull and adjust the tilt of the crook in the hat. So if you aren't watching so on have. the, uh, if you aren't watching this on YouTube, uh, what Bill has is a very nice uh, kind of red colored uh, leather, wizard's leather wizard's hat. Yeah. It's very nice and I'm quite jealous. Yeah, and then Linda got one too that's kind of, you want to sit there. Quite the right. awesome uh, pilgrim buckle there. covered. <laughs> I like it. <coughs> It's a natural on you. <laughs> and then, uh, so then, the first day we got there, we were supposed to be monster hunters going through the, on the train. So I got this thing that's like, goes over your shoulder, it says, zombie outbreak team. 
And it's got like these Molotov cocktail things oh that you God. can throw That's into fun. a zombie horde. And uh, wait, no, no, obviously, you've not read the handbook. You never mm -hmm. want to set the zombies on fire. No, why? Because, because then they're burning and walking towards you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, zombies well, don't die well, when you set them on fire. What if they can't get you? are standing on a wall and you throw no. it into them? No, generally, it's Because in The Walking Dead, it kills them. It oh, takes no, time. Wait. Is it? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, so, and you got a lighter here, so you're never without the ability to start those on fire. And then you got a little stabber. That's not going to work against zombies. No, but then you got a nice skull axe. That works. That, there how, you go. How, how do That's they good. wear that at a con? I guess they Teslacon is pretty lax. They just do. Yeah, yeah, Teslacon doesn't seem to care. Yeah. And then I got a little pouch with compass on it for another day. Ooh, nice. Oh, the outfit I was wearing that day had no pockets. Uh, so I, I was like, fuck, where do I put my phone? Is one, that, uh... one day, I hope to have Bill's disposable income. <laughs> is that, was that made and, by the And leather... a wife who lets me buy things like that. What's that? Was that, was that made by the leather workers that, were, that are from the Omaha Consulates area? Or is uh, that no. from somebody This else? was another guy. Oh. That was another guy. In fact, the guy that made this had a booth. He had a lot of cool stuff in his booth. But he also uh, uh, was one of the uh, vendors that put on the party up on the 10th floor oh, the secret you Saturday have, night. Yes, that was awesome. Do you have his name or do will we be able to put up his information and the podcast? I have his later? card, yeah. I, yeah, we, that we should put that for uh, our audience so that if they would like to purchase and patron yeah. this guy, they yeah. can. It's and hard to find a good leather worker. I felt I needed a flask for oh. something else we were doing. I can't even remember now. Drinking. It's called drinking. <laughs> yes. yes. And, 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 and what's, what's, what's this component? It's a little goblet. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. That you okay. pour your... Everything you need to enjoy your uh, your brandy. Well, yes. it looks like something completely different to me for a moment there. I was like, like a holy water? Yeah. No, more like uh, one of those I... glass bulbs they used to they used to use to uh, put out fires. They would they'd fill these glass bulbs with this chemical that would explode and smother a fire, and, uh... and that was your your first fire extinguisher. You'd I think that was... Uh, he had to have that one because Audie had one. Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Audie and I were trying to... Yeah. Be drinking oh. buddies. And then uh, this I got uh, not for Vampire anything. Hunter. Yeah, at this TeslaCon. This is for uh, our steampunk group does a monster hunt in October every mm -hmm. year. And I really wanted a Vampire Hunter nice. ensemble. Nice. So I thought this did nicely. And then Nothing there to set them on fire, though. No, no. See, vampires you can set on fire. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what always works. Yes. Always works. Yeah. Fire cleanses. But I highly recommend reading Max Brooks' uh, handbook to the surviving zombie apocalypse. That is the uh, ultimate guide, I would say, to doing nice. the details of your costuming. Yeah, location. Max Brooks also wrote uh, wrote World War Z, mm -hmm. which is oh, my very favorite zombie. Yep. Well, tied for my favorite zombie books. And he's also the son of Mel Brooks. I know, the legend. The legend. And then the last thing I got was this old antique looking it's actually a wine carrier i think is what it was meant for um, probably haunted now probably you paid extra for the ghosts right <laughs> you always do so linda i've got lots yeah, of stage like if you need it a couple of Ooh. wine bottles so. that is very nice yeah, so I figured I could use it for something, and the lady who was selling like only wanted like twelve bucks for it or something. Huh. Really? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I can't really turn that down. See, well, I see that, and I'm like, mm, that could be like a little mini missile thing. Well, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, pop that open them. and have a couple like huge Nerf missiles in there that launch out. That would be cool. Or snakes. Snakes. Yeah. If you if you're like an assassin who kills people with snakes, you're just walking around <laughs> with that unassumingly, and then you want some wine. Snakes. Yeah. So yeah, that was the that was my acquisitions. Linda got. I think you got a, a couple hats, didn't you, Linda? Okay. Mm -mm. But you got a couple other things. I got the hat that you mentioned. Yeah. And I got like four awesome skirts mm. that this company called, they make it in France, or they sew in France, as oh. they sew in France, and it is awesome. You have secured Jenna's interest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll have I to will, show Jenna I after the show. show. Yeah, the guy, so most of the stuff I got from one single vendor, that other thing I showed you where I ran out of pockets, I got from a different guy, but everything else I got from uh, Da Vinci Scientifica, mm -hmm. which has some really awesome stuff. And, uh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, if we can get all those links, so uh, we want to always patron those awesome artisans who are out living the dream. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he was a nice guy at the... The last day is when I bought the van because I was kind of chewing over the vampire thing all weekend. Do I want to spend the money on that? Do I want to get that? And then the guy's the like, he's yes. like, yeah, yeah. He's like, how about if I give you a discount? And I said, how much? So he gave me a discount, and uh, so we're signing up. And he goes, I felt I kind of owed you anyway because I think you and your wife put me in the black <laughs> while we were here. So, well, that's got to be good. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so hopefully you so got more than in the black. Yeah, I'm you sure always, you did. You yeah. always hope the vendors and yeah. stuff like that, especially with stuff that's made like that, right? Get uh, it's pretty they, high quality stuff. Yeah. Dimitri Scientific, we bought stuff from them before, and they made well, some really cool stuff. Leather's well, kind of expensive. Uh oh. Yeah. Like, so. Winston. We have the dogs today. Hi, we so. have the puppy dogs, and they they want to play with Krampus. Apparently. Well, yeah. well they've been very good dogs this year. <laughs> they All don't right. have anything to worry about. So anyway, that was Tesla. Yeah, we found uh, they've got a bunch of parties up on the tenth floor. Is where all the, the well, fun really stuff happens. We should be keeping that a secret, shouldn't we? We should. So yeah. to wrap up TeslaCon, because yes. Bill likes to out and spoil everything, so we won't talk anymore about secret parties. Right. Damn it, Bill. Damn it. Well, it's not really secret. It's no, it's, it's not. Just it's only. No one it's told only. You. No, it's only secret if you don't find out about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> now that's, that's the most profound thing you've ever said. So now uh, they wrap up and they write a book, about. right, about this TeslaCon. That will be a story? Yes. Because that's what well, so, all the previous TeslaCon. Yeah, yeah. So this TeslaCon was actually the 10th TeslaCon, and it wrapped up this decade of story that's played out over all these different cons. So next year uh, starts a whole new story for the next decade, and it starts with War of the Worlds. And there will be all new villains, all new heroes, and um, completely new uh, themes. So... Should be fun next year. Looks to be really cool. Excellent. Yeah. So now I guess we can turn to Krampus <laughs> to the lighter side of things. I'm sorry, but Krampus turns to you. <laughs> <laughs> so and we were fortunate enough to have Stu with us again here. Who uh, uh, he's our folklore specialist uh, on vampires and all things that go bump in the night. I would say. So he's been looking into a little bit about Krampus for us, and what have you found? Well, there's a, um, more than I thought I would. It's, it's really? it, yeah, it is. It's a, it's an interesting tradition. Goes back, what, 
um, impresses me about Krampus and about vampires and about any number of other um, folk figures is just how adaptable they are and how amorphous they are. I mean, if you've got a purpose that you want that thing, this figure to, to serve, somebody, somebody's going to use it. That's really? a darn thing. Yeah, that's mm. especially, especially for Christmas. I mean, it's, um, there's an anthropologist in, back in 75 who did the, one of the first um, detailed studies on Krampus. Says, this goes back at least to the 16th century. But every valley in Austria had a whole different, whole different setup as to who Krampus was and what Krampus did and all the natural different appearances for Krampus even. Mm -hmm. And um, so what I've read from looking into Krampus is that mostly he's been he he's used to um, sort of frighten children into behaving themselves. Yep. Because if they don't behave. The Krampus demon comes instead of Santa Claus on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. and he beats you with reeds, dra throws you in a bag. Stuffs you into his bag. Right. Mm -hmm. Might drown you. Drowns might you. Eat you. Mm -hmm. Drags your lifeless body to hell. Could do that. Kind of a thing. Is yeah. there a scale of behavior that determines no. what Krampus does, or just whatever yeah. he feels If the like parent he... decides that you're worthy of Krampus, then... You get Krampus. <laughs> well, I know, but what Krampus' actions, it's like, is it more severe behavior where like, the child means oh, more no. severe behavior? Oh, no. They all get beaten with reeds, stuffed in a sack, uh, taken and drowned, and then dragged to hell. Or, uh, I mean, maybe you weren't quite as bad. Krampus, might, instead of leaving you anything, might give like a bundle of sticks to your parents. To beat to you put with. A, over, to beat you with. Yeah, uh -huh. to put over the fireplace so that you know if you don't behave next year, like, they're going to get to beat you for Krampus. Oh, nice. That sounds like I a pretty good, uh, sounds pretty good. You know, just... Yeah. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> you don't have to buy presents that year. Uh, you just, like, th yeah, this. I bought this for your parents, for you. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, in some of my research into Krampus, I have come across some pictures that are more of a seductive Krampus. What? Yes. <laughs> Where it's a female Krampus in a seductive outfit, and she's spanking mm. naughty men. What I, were I you could, researching yeah. on the <laughs> internet, Bill? I, I don't... Naughty Krampi. Oh, are out there. That's the one that I sent you, yeah. Oh, I, did. I didn't even see what you oh, sent me. Oh, yeah. so I thought maybe some dark web Krampus is, is <laughs> No. Linda's going to Linda's gonna find it and, and uh, put it on the, the feed for they us. Okay, so, so is, is Krampus forcing the parents no, to beat no. the kids at that point? Or is no, it Krampus just, does it themselves. Just suggest it. Yeah. It, it, it. It's something to, just to scare the kids with. If you're keep being naughty, Krampus yeah. is going to come. <laughs> and I, I think you know to, to actually to answer your question about you know what what's the scale of punishment? I think it's, that's really more according to the parents. If a, if a parent is benevolent, they say if if you're if you're naughty on Krampus Day, which ends up being December fifth, the day before Krampus knocked. Yeah, Saint mm -hmm. Nicholas. Yeah, Krampus knocked. Of course, the day before Saint Nicholas's Day. If you're naughty, Krampus is going to come and he's going to beat you with a willow stick. He's going to whack 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 or with, with with a birch. Excuse me, with a, with a birch stick. Whack, whack. If the parent is a little um, less restrained than that, he's going to say, if you're naughty, crap is going to come throw you in his bag and haul you off. Right. He's going to do a Pied Piper on you, and off you go, my friend. The thing is about a lot of those postcards, though, that, like, the more seductive ones that Linda had, had just had up, is that, I guess, about the period that they were being created was in urban centers who weren't right. really familiar at all with what the, like, the smaller towns and the villages were doing. Mm. All they knew is what the church was spinning. Mm. 
um, where it was less accepted. Mm. And then um, they they created these titillating cards because, uh, you know, it was sinful mm -hmm. and it was paganism and it was the right. devil. Right. Well, I think they'd have, um, to see this and to get it, you'd have to be familiar at least a little bit because the, the, the funny part about, like, on, the, on, on my favorite card that I, that I saw... Mm -hmm. Um, is that the, the men who are throwing the bag really don't seem to mind all that much. Right, right. They're like clapping. They're like, yeah, all right, Krampus has got this. <laughs> going to punish been me. been a very bad boy this year. <laughs> been a very bad boy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and of course, when, when he says seductive, these are like Victorian-era seductives. These are people yeah. who are oh. who are covered head to toe. Bit yeah. of ankle. Right. How dare you? Right. Do not speak and of body parts. Well, besides, it's, if it I would seem to me that if, if you were getting the kids to behave, you should be sainted. Sainted? Yes, <laughs> right, same. right. Well, that's the, if, if I can get, if I can leave the nerdy for a second and get into the geek, well, no, no, no actually I'm leaving the geek and get into the nerdy for a second. Um, you know, Mary Douglas has this great book about uh, you know, purity and danger from back in the 60s where she says, whatever enforces your taboo is actually, or your taboo in general, is the most sacred thing you have. Because mm -hmm. without the forbidden, there is no, without the profane, there is no sacred. So yeah, 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 Krampus, you know, the, the evil figure who's, who's your, your enforcer, if you don't do what Krampus doesn't want you to do, or if you don't do the thing that will provoke Krampus, all that's left over is good kid. Yeah. Right. Santa's the carrot, Krampus is the stick. Yep. <laughs> Quite literally, yes. So, yeah. I mean, and, you know, speaking of what's sacred to a culture, that's oh, where, wacky, wacky, wacky. <laughs> before yeah. we uh, started the podcast, I was talking about Frau Perkta. Oh, yeah. She's seen as one of the the potential origins. Right. Um, she she had many hats, and one of those hats was the keeper of cultural taboos. Mm -hmm. Like she she made sure that we followed the traditions, and if mm -hmm. you didn't follow the traditions, whether it be spinning, or behaving, or not eating certain foods on her night, yeah, um, which would happen to fall along the same night as Krampus, then. There was punishment. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, if it is your night, it's only fair for people to eat the foods that you want them to eat. This is your party. Well, it, it'd be interesting to do a study of that because, so her, you were only supposed to eat meats and fish and and uh, some type of grub. Um, like it, it <laughs> eat was fish and grubs. Yes. Mm. Grubs. Some, some, <laughs> something grubs. like uh, that, but. You weren't supposed to have sweets. Mm. And I'm wondering what it was because, you know, she was considered the, the female personification of a wild god of the hunt. And oh. it was elves and fae who were mm. in these wild parties. You were supposed to save sweets and treats and, and bread for them. Mm. And the mm. tradition of if you don't, if you eat those things that was meant to be offering to the fae, they would come and punish you for that. Mm. Uh, uh, and that's interesting. Because I'm looking back into, like, the earliest documented um, mentions of Krampus, you know, go back to like the fifth, uh, 16th century. Mm -hmm. And that's at the same time, if you've ever read uh, Carl Ginsburg's The Night Battles, where the local inquisitions are, keep finding evidence of this cult that meets out in the woods and does things, and they call themselves the Benedante, and they say that, you know, as opposed to the Maladante, or the, the bad guys, they say, no, no, we, we leave our bodies and we fly and we, and we fight the Maladante, and the Maladante are want to go spoil food they want to go spoil wine they want to go spoil all the mm -hmm. all the all the nice stuff that you're, that you're saying is, is is reserved for for for, for the fae and so forth so mm -hmm. yeah i think there's there's maybe a little bit of a of an interlock there oh yeah absolutely and that's 
you know, because she either, if you were good, she appeared beautiful and white, and a version of Frigga, even, is what they think, or Freya, uh, the Norse gods. But if you were bad, she appeared to be a, a haggard, horned, hooked-nosed old woman Rich. with uh, uh, with a big, wide foot that indicated in tradition uh, a shapeshifter of the gods. Just one big, wide foot? Yeah, just one. That would peek out from her skirts and her knife, and she would cut, cut you open, rip out your entrails, and leave straw and rocks and sew, sew you back up. So the interesting thing to me is that in in this country, if kids are bad, they get a lump of coal. Mm -hmm. Over in Europe, you get beaten with reeds, drowned, dragged to hell, or slid open, your entrails dragged out. The coals were still there, too. And and this isn't just one country. That's what Stu is saying. It's like like the Alps. It seems like the Mm -hmm. mountainous region, the Alps, where everything was so harsh. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where these traditions are growing out of. Well, so they... uh, interesting tie-in with Teslacon is that they had a big uh, Krampus panel at Teslacon mm-hmm. and they also had a Krampus parade oh, yeah. um, in the mm-hmm. hotel there uh, one day and um, so um, shit I forgot what my point was the Krampus Crump- it's, it's becoming more well known I would say oh yeah Krampus that was that was run. the thing is that they were talking about the fact that there's all these Krampus parades all over the US now and in mm-hmm. the bigger cities and that it's it's starting to catch on in popularity everywhere What's funny is I don't remember seeing anything about Krampus before 2004. Yeah. And yeah. It, 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 in two, 2004 is when Krampus came and invented and uh, invaded the Venture Brothers uh, <laughs> cr- cr- Christmas special. Yeah. I when, when did the Krampus <gasps> movie come out? The one oh, you were talking about. That was fairly recent. Yeah. Um, the, big, the big one was in 2015. Yep, okay. that one. The American one. But, but, could... but the, the, the weird part is there were... They're just scads of these Krampus direct-to-videos that were coming out starting in, like, 2009. So They're really little productions mm-hmm. just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the two movies I would recommend to our audience, if they get the chance, see the American one, Krampus, in 2015. Because when you look at it, they really kept, and we can talk more about this later, but they really kept to the tradition of there's not always a happy ending, which is how the Grimm, because the brothers Grimm were the first to speak of Frau Perkta and some of these Krampus traditions and record them. Mm-hmm. The other is a is a Finnish one uh, that's based in Lapland called Rare Exports. And it's actually a pretty funny, uh, like, horror movie. And it's, it's something that if you want to, Maybe not if the regular Krampus movie is a little too scary for kids, but you want to show something for that adventurous 14 or up, you know, kid. It's a lot of fun. It's a really fun movie. My wife recommends a book called The Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas, Roots and Rebirth of the Folkloric Devil by Al Redenauer. Who's the... Ridenauer. Who's the the publisher? Uh, I don't know. It's down there someplace. Someplace. Well, maybe post uh, Amazon Feral link House. or something. Feral House? Hmm. Feral House. What, what, who are they? That, that's a beautiful thing. The fact that there's a publisher in the world that exists <laughs> called, called Feral, Feral House. House. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that publishes things. Oh, it's spelled Feral, like F-E-R-A-L, not F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Like a feral dog. Yeah, nice. Nice. Well, And that was one of the things that they talked about, too, at TeslaCon, was that a lot of times... Um, these uh, stories of Krampus were not only used to get kids to behave, but also to get them to stay around because in the days when he first, when the legend first started, um, it wasn't 
modern times, obviously, and if you left the safety of the village or your small farm, you could be killed by wild animals. Sure. And so they would use that as, say, you know, to the kids, telling them, stay around. If you go out in the woods, you'll be get gotten by Krampus. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was used as a method to keep kids safe until they got old enough to realize that the dangers were out there and old enough to protect themselves. And not just animals. You have to wonder when it's winter and you're starving oh, and sure. maybe your group of people didn't save enough food. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to go looking for populations to raid. Yeah. Right. So, uh, like, when did, like, Krampus is, did Krampus come up around the same time as, like, the popular myths of Santa Claus, or? It was before. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, Christianity basically sort of... stole Christmas. So. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they sort of come together. How, how far back does, does, does celebrating St. Nicholas as a as a winter giver of gifts, I mean, now, because they they really do go together. Because Saint mm -hmm. Nicholas's Day in, in in Central Europe, you really celebrate, you know, the gift giving is is December sixth, not not Christmas Day, mm -hmm. because they, 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 that's Saint Nicholas's Day, and then Krampus Nacht is the night before mm -hmm. Saint, Saint Nicholas. The Day shout of Saint Nicholas, because yeah. what it sounded like listening, because I listened to a few various po podcasts and a few websites, is that Krampus was first. And then the church tried to ban it completely, and they're like, no. And the, it was really the local people who oh. sold Krampus to the church to get them to allow them to continue the traditions of the Krampus, you know, parade mm. Mm. and having the sticks and the traditions and the, and the, the icons in their homes for this creature. Yeah, that, that's the beauty of so many folk figures is they're, they're so adaptable. Mm -hmm. Because Krampus goes from being yeah this boogeyman sitting out in the in or the woods. boogie woman depending boogie on the woman. location sure. yes because <laughs> she's known as Frau Prechter the Christmas yeah. witch mm -hmm. right ha ha like hashtag feminism <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest a lot of those pagan beliefs were equally me or sometimes even more you know feminine mm -hmm. in well, their power I mean, than masculine yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of Norse mythology that's kind of influences uh, like the kind of the Santa Claus and a bit of Krampus in there as well. And there's a lot of well, but yeah, you know, because that's coming from up north. Because yeah, the, you know, so the, you know, it's, you know, Saint, Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus. That's that's starting in in, in the Scandinavian countries, and mm -hmm. and then Krampus. You know, for those of you who are listening at home, I'm I'm gesturing on my hands, of course, with. You know, Towards geographic maps. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, then Krampus is, is starting in, in, in Austria and Central Europe, and then then Austria took over most of Central Europe, and so then Kramp the Krampus myth basically spreads from soldiers or people who are coming into into Prague to do official business or, or or what have you out into the areas of Bohemia and southern Germany and Hungary and Croatia and all these places, mm -hmm. and then ev eventually Krampus and Santa meet. And in some formulations, Krampus becomes Santa's sidekick. Mm. Or a shadow. Or shadow. That's that's what's interesting. That's a, that's a good way to put it. But you've, you've got a good cop, bad cop. The shadow of Saint Nick is what one of the w w versions I've heard him called. I wonder if it's a thing like, you know, Clark Kent and Superman, where it's actually the same guy. And Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. Or just, you know, something as well-known as God and Satan. Yeah. Because yeah. some there have been an argument by some folklorists and religious scholars that Satan actually isn't bad. He's the shadow of God fulfilling the darker deeds to tempt humanity. Yeah, if you read the book of Job, God yeah. and Satan seem like they're just getting along famously. Yeah, oh. it's, it's, a, it's, a, 
It's a philosophical discussion right. or exchange of, like partners in a lab. Mm-hmm. I mean, Satan isn't actually mentioned for a large portion of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like at the in Genesis, the, the the popular assumption is the snake is Satan, but it never says that. Yeah. It's right. just a no. snake, right? You know, a talking snake like you do. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, how come Krampus did not survive the capitalistic conversion? It's like. Santa Claus has rope because the original Christmas didn't involve buying gifts. It involved like spending all year making gifts for people to show that you mm-hmm. cared. <clears throat> but now we buy stuff. Is it because you can't buy Krampus Day gifts that, that it hasn't survived? I'm <laughs> <laughs> thinking about Krampus could. Day gifts. Because <laughs> you, you, you have to think of this geographically. Before, relatively recently, Krampus was just a Central European thing. I, I, don't, I don't think you've seen. Krampus outside of Central Europe until un, until the last twenty years. Okay. Like let's say the first time I've seen Krampus depicted in English was two thousand four. And I would think you would need to look at just look at American roots, Puritans. Puritans wouldn't have touched Krampus with a you know ten thousand foot pole because it's just Satan. Yeah. That's all it would have been. It would have been reduced to Satanism, <clears throat> and you know, burn her. It's a witch. <laughs> I, mean. I was just thinking about what Seth was talking about with. The Krampus, it'd be more of a Krampus night gift thing, right? But it sort of would put a whole new twist on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Nicely well, done. Yeah. In Austria, like, I guess uh, a common decor in a house was taking a stick and painting it gold and setting them around the house as reminders to children, you better be good throughout the year or Krampus is going to use a stick to beat you. Oh, yeah, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, That's that was one of the things. Yeah, like gold. the painting of the gold? Uh, I don't know, maybe just... to just make it stand out or something? Or? Yeah, I that what is very interesting, you know, given the, this idea of, of the, you know, this pagan image of, of Krampus sort of synergizing with the Christian images, you know, when, when, the, when the fascists take over in Austria in 1934, that's one of the first things they do is they ban any use, any public use of Krampus whatsoever. Why? Because fascism in Austria is, you know, takes on a different character than it does in Germany. Where it's very aligned with the church, mm. you know, Austria, Croatia, well, Spain. Well, Spain, like mm. Franco, was very was very aligned, aligned with the church. Where it's like, okay, all this pagan stuff, get rid of it. That's not that's not our culture. As opposed to yeah, Germany goes of course to, right. goes ex- exactly the opposite, saying like, you know, any, yeah, anything that is folk right. is, is what we want. That right. that that's our real identity is, is the folk identity. Mm-hmm. And, How do you and remove our, the pagan from Christianity? It's like there's so much in there. Well, like, yeah, you, you're thinking quite rationally with that. Sir. Yeah, my yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you just I mean, it like the some of the original Santa Claus legends are pretty weird too. Like how mm-hmm. he uh, he liked leaving, like he would leave money for the prostitutes and revived a bunch of cut up dead children by putting them into a pickle barrel and resurrecting mm-hmm. them. Huh. <laughs> I did not know that. that. That's 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 nasty. So Santa has yeah. a lot more capabilities than he's using. He can make he can make, <laughs> he can make zombies and yeah. Well, I mean the the old saints were weird. But also, like, it, it goes to the flexibility of the motif. I mean, you can. What is the use? You can use yeah. it for whatever. When you're a creative individual. You can use the motif for whatever you want. You know, a, a, a vampire, you know, that's my specialty. The vampires go from this very temporary creature. It's The vampire is a guy who died a few weeks ago who we're blaming our disease on. We're going to dig him up. And now we go, 
300 years later, a vampire is this eternal is this eternal being who's lived up in up in the Transylvanian Alps for hundreds of years and he's you know he or God well God forbid in, in one of the uh, popular films he's Judas for crying out loud. Oh yeah. You know he goes back thousands of years. He's thousands of years old vampires and in one of um not Cheryl and Kenyon but one, one of the popular novels I've read they have a vampire who she suspects is is not even Homo sapiens. He's like a Homo erectus. Uh, vampire, yeah. he, he goes, he goes back so far. Well, that was Blade Three. But that, that that comes up in Blade, Blade Three, where Dracula is actually a whole, not even human. He's a shapeshifter, and it's a whole different Sumerian god, basically. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I mean, it goes again from something that could at most be a few weeks old to to eternity because the culture that's using it is using it for a different. Reason. I remember from the first show we had you on, vampires more resembled zombies than the vampire of today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were gross. Now, now they're sparkly and all kinds of neat stuff. No, those are not vampires. <laughs> we will not mention them in this discussion. You don't like the sparkly vampires? Mm-hmm. No, they're not real. They're not real. <laughs> There's a line, damn it. There's a line. There's a line. Cross it. But I mean, but Batman doesn't sparkle. No. <laughs> Sorry, we won't go ahead. Discuss that either. Our, our modern like understanding of like Christmas is very commercialized. Oh, like, yeah. hugely. Like we don't we only think of like Christmas through that whole lens and right. maybe the war on Christmas, but Christmas right. wasn't always like happy and no. like it it was maybe a time of it was the darkest coldest time of year. Sure, like, a time of magic and when yeah. you know the things that go bump in the night because the night is so much longer, so much mm-hmm. more threatening. Especially when you have so very little food, very little food. You know, you're hoping yeah. you, you know you're getting up every day to thaw your water just to drink. Mm-hmm. In a lot of these places, it's just and every I mean, everything is a tor- is a chore just to survive. Yeah, I mean, people didn't really. Like, wouldn't just, like, naturally come up with these happy things at the the dawn on, like, some or, of these things that Christmas took over. Or, or they're forcing themselves to be happy. I've, I've, I've always wondered, why the hell would anybody celebrate winter solstice, for God's sake? And then I, somebody brings it up to me and said, you understand, this is, say, this is the longest night of the year. We've made it, we can make it through this, we can make it through anything. Yeah, because the days the, are starting to get longer, there's hope for the future, you can see yeah. the sun... Yes, sun soul, coming back. Soul Invictus. Yeah. Bring it, set bring it, it back. Set a big fire, drink, and uh, have lots of sex. Yeah. Basically. I mean, you put that way nicer than I would have, but yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the uh, interesting... Oh, how would you have put it, Jenna? Yeah, Hold on. I am curious. Yeah. Drink and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, drink, dance, and fuck. So, so we're just fun. looking at the clear rating in the rearview mirror now. <laughs> That's been since the first show you asked yeah, me to be it's on. It's gone, gone. <laughs> Melissa, <clears throat> so I think that disappeared on Wesley getting the t- get in the time van episode. Yeah, uh, one of the things that they talked about at, at TeslaCon in the Krampus panel was that um, you see on YouTube a lot of these videos of these Krampus knocked. Uh, parades that happen in the Alps and Germany and, and all those regions over there. And when you look at it, I mean, it looks pretty horrifying, these costumes that they have mm-hmm. on these demonic masks with horns. And a lot of these, they're coming up to these kids, and a lot of the kids are bawling their heads off because they're, they're traumatized by this whole thing. Now, the thing that was really interesting is that there are some places, some But towns, did they die? The kids? 
That's no. <laughs> yeah. No. But did they die? <clears throat> they did not did die. Did they die? In that parade. <laughs> but interestingly, there are some towns that have Krampus parades. They do not allow any videoing or recording of any kind, and it is a bloody affair. Hmm. And they are they they're not blood. the the people that are in the parade, as well as bystanders are they're hit with clubs and I mean it the chains. is yes chains Switches. and I mean it is a horribly bloody affair. And that's why I they won't allow it to be video. I can't seem to find a video of that one. No, <laughs> you won't. It's they, not even Black Friday, is it? Yeah, no, no. That's yeah, hardcore. They said it, yeah, they said it's very dark and very hardcore. And uh, I, 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 I want to see some documentation. Because that almost sounds more like... Uh, urban urban legend. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like the yeah. cities and the churches. Like, you know. yeah, well, the, this guy that was talking Pixar about it... Pixar didn't happen. learn from that. I mean, I think it. I think it's more. It, there's no no learning from it. I think it's more of just a uh, like a um, girls gone wild kind of a night. Krampus gone wild. <laughs> yes, where <laughs> you know, throw me your horn. It's just there's people drinking and right just there. going. Krampus gone wild. Oh, there we go. But but I would argue there is a point to that. I mean, especially now in modern times, more than anything, in most first first world countries. A lot of people are living very softly. Yeah. They go to the grocery store. They get their food. They're not worried about every day that something's going to eat them or kill them or, you know, rape them. Not everybody, but a lot of places. Right. Generally, people have it good. Mm -hmm. And almost by recalling to these traditions, are you kind of reminding people that violence exists? Right. The world is brutal. Mm -hmm. And they you're kind of a soft neighbor. flesh bag. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's that visceral getting it out. Well, kind of like having carnival right before we start Lent. Yeah, like we're gonna do everything that we can't do. Show all the things and boom. <laughs> right, because God forgives us. He get he gets it. God gets it. It almost well, reminds me of that Star Trek episode. Where, are you of the body Landry? Uh, when Landry. they have the yeah. what was it called the festival or something yeah. that they have, and festival. it's like twenty four hours of just the purge. Yeah, yeah the, raping and pillaging and smashing and. It was the purge before the purge. It's like that, and that then was an interesting concept. Pre purging? Yeah. Pre, pre purging. Yeah. And then but right you, after that, know, it's back. But oh. if you knew your neighbors had dressed up in those outfits. Those outfits and covered themselves with blood or whatever, you're not gonna steal their apples. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. That is a very good point. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, it's uh definitely an interesting legend. Yeah. Well, Assuming it's a legend. I mean there. <laughs> Like I said, uh, I mean, there there are still some countries, especially in Northern Europe, that you know believe that trolls, yeah, and fairies, the fae, still exist. Well, they'll 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 divert roads yes. to, to to avoid fairy ferrymen. And that's what oh, I'm thinking. That's that's what I'm thinking of. Like yeah. like the government who is building their road will divert a road, even though right. it's more money, because they find a quote unquote fairy stone. Uh, so it's. Huh. And, and and I knew a guy who did a lot of business uh, up in, in Norway, and he was sitting out in a you know a, a friend a business partner's country lodge, and they were looking down. the The business partner said, "You know, like there are still trolls out there. Like if I wouldn't <laughs> let you go down there because we we believe that they still come bump in the night." Hmm. Interesting. No, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a one of the first cemetery tours that, that that I took had these 
it actually kind of hurts my heart because people would, would build the families would endow these cemeteries to build these resting chairs where you could sit and rest while, you know, uh, while, while you were mourning at someone's grave. Mm-hmm. And now the folklore around them is when you sit in this chair, you're going to be dead within six months. Mm-hmm. Because they've, just, they've built that up just, just to build a taboo. And, you know, you go on, the, on, on tours with folks and, you know, these are modern folks because they all got their, their phones out living in the 21st century. And they still they, believe they that. will not sit in that chair, boy. You know. Yeah, in the, in the Victorian days, uh, cemeteries were used as parks. Oh yes, you, you, people you, would go there and have picnics. picnics in the cemetery. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's still Dia de los Muertos. I mean, you go mm. and you sit and you dine with the dead, and and mm. they come to visit you, and it's, mm. it's it's the uh, a way of honoring your family. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. Is it is it basically this of uh, uh, a kickback against the secularization of the world of the mundane uh, becoming more prevalent than the sacred, and people are are like to not sit in the chair is to acknowledge that the the world's a bigger place than mm-hmm. than I can actually see. The empirical doesn't own me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, I, that I can touch something that's that, that is that is more mysterious. Has that has some real profundity. <laughs> Yeah, and makes Julie. makes a otherwise <coughs> manifested boring <coughs> mundane place mm-hmm. uh, mystical. Well, and if you believe in that that sort of thing, it makes it easier to believe in an afterlife and spirits, and that you'll see your lo- lost loved ones again, and um, that whole religious aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Well, that is cool. Yeah, that's scary because I know my. My old relatives would come to me as Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Your old relatives, the the ones that are Grandpa dead, they come Krampus. back as yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That is scary. Did you have some? I'm just saying, no? just Krampa so. and Krampma. <laughs> <laughs> Krampa. Whack. Whack. <laughs> but there's, it's hard. Into the bag with you. Into the bag. What's interesting, though, is like uh, Stu said, like there's so many different versions. Probably depended mm-hmm. on what side of the mountain you were on, mm-hmm. what resources you had. Probably sure. impacted the severity of the figure itself, mm-hmm. and how they negotiated. Like you know, there was probably some Catholic, or <coughs> not necessarily Catholic, even though it was probably predominantly. There were some priests who were like, "No, no Krampus at all." And so I'm like, "Eh, okay, you know, as long mm-hmm. as you're still coming to church every Sunday, I don't care what you're still doing." Yeah. I mean, just that negotiation, and that's yeah. over time what yeah. caused these these variations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Folk, well, and folk religion is just fascinating. I mean, because you have people, you know, praying to these, these patron saints, you know, like, you know, give us for, for everything, for rain and for all this intercession. But you go up to the Refor- Reformation era, this, this is what I love, is occasionally if the saint didn't come through, then you would see people like, you know, hanging the saint in effigy, like, yeah, I'll show you so and so and so. Which, I mean, t- today you wouldn't even. Our theology is to the point, our, our conception, I, I can't say that would ever happen, but in a, more, in a world that was a little more tied into the supernatural, oh yeah, they'd get very upset with saints. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah, I, I've heard people heckling priests in church also, that's, that's, that's what's hilarious. They, 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 they don't hold the host up high enough, they're like, you know, hold up higher for us in the back, we want to see it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different relation, relationship, it's, it's a more sure. visceral 
um, uh, thing going on. Boy, that'd be fun to heckle the priest. Oh, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Charles doing that easily. Charles <laughs> just got a new life goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but heckling them sincerely, though. I mean, not going in as an atheist saying, like, this is all BS. No, no like, actually saying, like, yeah, you, you missed a spot. You, yeah, yeah. 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 You, know, you didn't hit me with the holy water. <laughs> that sounds really hard, considering that around that time, the Mass was in Latin, and... People can't actually speak Latin of that, right. that day, so well they, they they couldn't understand the words, yeah. but they can understand the, the, the gestures. Just from rote, from every day. Yes, yeah, so well they they know what's what's so. happening when, when the priest holds up the host and say that this has just become the body of Christ, and if he hadn't in holding up high enough, damn it, we want to see it back here. Now I'm visualizing <laughs> the, the crowd uh, that wanted to burn the witch and Monty Python the Holy Grail. Yes, it's like, it's like, it's like she's a witch. Hold the host up higher. That's it's the same way. same crew. Right. Turn me into a newt. About that. Not better. Cool. Now, do you think uh, uh, something like a Krampus parade would go big over big here in Omaha? Probably not. Well, actually, I think that it might. Uh, if it was publicized properly. I wonder if it would be the churches would be opposed to it as some sort of satanic celebration versus. I mean, I'm sure there would be individuals like that that would, were, that would be that the way. zombie walks and all that. Yeah, yeah true. I, 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 I think we're past that. Yeah. Well, I, I think it would be regarded as part of the war on Christmas and <laughs> be featured on Fox News as such. Well, Don't but, give him any ideas. Yeah, no, this is, you see, that's, that's just making me want to do it Someone's got to yeah. give him some ideas. <laughs> I, want to, I want to somehow start a movement out there to... Redefine Black Friday. <laughs> the only problem is, like, being the U.S., yeah. someone's going to take it, like, and actually hit someone or something, yeah, right. and there's not going to be a waiver signed, and someone's going to cry, and someone's going to get on the news and cry, and I There'll was be hit, lawsuits. and they bunch that's of our, That's our opportunity, to, though, to come and beat them, shove them into a bag. <laughs> and drown them in the in the river? Exactly. That's the true spirit of Krampus Knock. Yeah, Jenna, Jenna's got a point, though. It's, it's kind of like BDSM practice, where you have to learn just exactly how far you can go without really doing someone serious damage. You know, people who've done Krampus, Krampus knock parades for generations, they know how you can beat somebody with a birch rod and not really hurt them. Get, or a horsetail whip. Yeah. You, you, get, you get somebody from... That was a common tool. Don't look at me like that. That's what the document said. <laughs> Just looking on Wikipedia, eh, Jenna? <laughs> now that one be. You, 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 I'm you, seeing you, Jenna you know. in a whole new light. <laughs> It's taking you this long. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've known this for years. Yeah. You, know, you, you get somebody in Cleveland never been to a Krampus knock parade before. They, they're, yeah, they're they're gonna do, they might do some. They might put a ball bat in the middle of the of the, of the birch rods to stabilize it, and boom, you, and you got a problem because if you don't yeah. know how to do it safely. I mean, or well, I, I think of how many things that we that we do to celebrate holidays that if you don't do them right, you could really have some issues. Like I don't think you can have a Krampus parade in an open carry state. No. Oh. No. Or that. even a concealed carry state. I don't think you can well, do we're a concealed carry state. Yeah, so that's a good so reason why we're Because if you hit someone as dressed as Krampus and With you did not switch. have explicit permission and they shoot you, I think legally they're safe. Oh, I was thinking that people would be, you were talking about people shooting at just like wandering Krampus. Yeah. No. Wandering <laughs> Krampi? <laughs> wandering Krampi. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying, you don't, there are people who legally, that, that would be their argument in their head. I'm not saying they're right. Well, but I think if you had a parade, it would be no different than like a zombie parade. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Where the zombies come at you and try to get Except you. Except you're not beating people as zombies. Well, people in the them. parades wouldn't be physically no, beating people either. because I think there are explicit instructions for country. zombie parades. No. Like, I've known people who've done zombie walks, and there's explicit instructions for the group so that they don't create an issue that will not allow them to have it the following year. We don't actually eat anyone's brain. Right. What? All, all brains are going to stay exactly where they were. They I mean, I think in the any if you had a Krampus parade here, you would have to have that as a yeah. rule. No touching or hitting of yeah. anybody. Whether they're in the parade, watching the parade. Or you'd have to set up like, here are the, the here's the yellow line of the parade route. Yeah. If you, as the person, crosses this line... Here's your you're, list. You're, you're like free. You're it's free game. Yeah. Here's your list and of you sanctions. And you have that posted so many mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot people across this line. No. It's free game. Yeah, I don't see how having a Krampus parade does not promote child abuse. Well, what's the problem That's with it. that? Here's oh. your list. Galactic Crusade's official position. We do not promote child abuse. This comes out of a culture where it was assumed that you would be. Uh, you'd be using corporal punishment. Yeah. You'd have to have official safe words. <laughs> with your with children? Your children? <laughs> well, otherwise you don't know. I'm sorry. I'm starting to see, conversation I'm starting to see Charles in a whole new light now. Well, I'm just saying because if, 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 if you have one person if you have one person in public using the, the switch dealy yeah. on another person you need you need, safe you need, word. Yeah, you need to have an official fight, safe you know, word so that the neighbors safe word yeah. gazelle shaft and gazelle shaft. Yeah, it's like it's like I can't say that I can't. Say I, that. Actually, you know, now that I think of it, we did have a safe word back in my house. Yeah, I can't breathe. <laughs> 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 Any of you ever had younger right. siblings? Right. That's exactly it. Yeah, you right. Know, you, your, your brother calls you a butthole or, 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 yeah. or what have you, and you take one step toward him. It's like I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, they learn that ah. real fast that they, they say that right. that you'll stop like, I can't breathe in my house it didn't stop us that's why I, <laughs> that's why my siblings are a little brain damaged <laughs> I still don't I've heard your stories and I don't know how you're not in prison right now. <laughs> Krampus should have come for you a long time oh, yeah. that's how we know Krampus isn't real so that's Bill right. is still walking I'm, among us that's right I haven't been dragged to hell yet. It, you know, it, it would it would be a heck of a job. But, you know, honest to goodness, what you'd have to do those, you'd have to have yeah, you have to send, you'd have to have the beaters be part of the parade. I mean, mm. you you couldn't have, you couldn't have like Krampus walking down <laughs> and, and beating people in general. You'd have to have official beaters and BDs, yeah. and, and make it clear to, to the audience yeah. that you're not you're not well, well, much more like um like a haunted house. I would yeah. Think. Yeah. Actually, it, it, it is what I think, where you have the rules like you don't touch well, wait monsters. Well, here's a thought. What if we did something like a running of the Krampi, similar to the running of the bulls in Spain, <laughs> where people that are willing to take a chance of being beaten by Krampus. Gored by a Krampi. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anyone wants to go create a, uh, camp, a Krampus parade, then... Create rules, establish boundaries, make sure they're well published. <laughs> Every so words. many feet along so you, the parade route. Like, like, like a gauntlet of, of yeah. Krampi. <clears throat> yeah, or maybe the Krampi chase you, and so, as long as you can outrun them. You need parental permission to take the children and put them in bags and carry them for like yeah. a walk. Yes. Um, just a pr- just or a, maybe the parents can sign the kids up for the yeah, running of the Krampi. 
Yes. You've been bad this year. No, no. Santa, just Krampus. Right. Every word you guys say makes that consent form longer. <laughs> there's just more of this guy. You, you, it, it you're going to give Fox News everything they everything need they to they show want, yeah. that the war on Christmas is real. <laughs> and that a new satanic cult has has risen in the in the yes. Midwest. Cult right. but, but isn't the aren't, aren't we just celebrating Christmas more? I mean, I, the, the, the war at Christmas to me is like is saying you know you know banish Christmas. We don't say Christmas. We don't talk about Christmas. This is we're talking about it more. We're bringing in these right. traditional. Yeah, we're even more concerned. We're yeah. we're Trust bringing me. back the old stuff. The German inside of me is like a little tickled by all this. Let me tell you. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Jesus I mean, Odin was here before all Krampus you Johnny-come-lately Christians. It, 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 it would be interesting. I'm just thinking about the different temperaments of children. I mean, because, you know, there, there are some kids who would just cry and scream for that sort of thing. I I had a niece, you know, when she was two, three years old, would have been, you said, okay, you're going to run down here, and, and this guy with horns on his head is going to scoop you up and throw you in a bag. She'd be like, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been all about that. Right. I've got a cousin who... 100% would have punched Krampus right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they always wear metal cups. <laughs> no, I don't have anything to say about I that. I thought you were... <laughs> John looked like he was going to interject there I, for a minute. I, well, at several points. It's like, but now nah, I'm just going... You know, that, that, well, that used to happen to people... I know of someone. Well, you know, Bill Lee, the, uh, the pitcher for the Red Sox? Yeah. Yeah, when he dressed up like Darth Vader for... Uh, for, for an event, yeah, back in the 70s, that happened to him all the time. Oh. Yeah, the kids would, would go right for the testicles. Oh, yeah. Darth, on Darth, just bam, every time. Uh, we, were at the, uh, we were at the Air and Space Museum yesterday, and it was uh, the uh, stormtroopers were escorting Santa into the Air and Space Museum, so it was just loaded with kids, and they were giving out these free little, you know, lightsabers that, you know, you flick it and it extends out, and so the kids were running. So Lynn and I were there, and... There were some other Jedi's there. Well, every kid that came around wanted to battle you with their little fold-up thing, and they'd flick the thing, and I'd always make sure that they weren't flicking it right into my groin. That, that would have made episode three a very different movie. It would when, have. When it Anakin have. came to kill the younglings, they were all like, go for the junk! <laughs> and then they, right. they just force-project their, their light... That's where yeah. they fucked up. They should have force-projected all their lightsabers at once at Anakin. Yeah, I think if we like send an email to George Lucas, he can change it. <laughs> that scene was just like 12, 10 year olds just like yeah. kicking Anakin while he's down. That would be it's awesome. Like, no, I'm dark and evil and emo. Oh. <laughs> oh that, would, that would be awesome. I would like that. But I see what you're saying because some of the kids there, I would go up to them and I would say, Are you on, do you lean to the light side or the dark side of the force? Most of them said the light side. And the parents were like, Parents would always go, but there were a couple of kids that like dark side dark side and then there was just that one kid who went (laughs) (laughs) you've seen the video of that kid there's an event at one of the theme parks where you're supposed to you get to battle Darth Vader's like the the last stage in your thing and and this kid they give him a lightsaber to battle Darth Vader and say he puts it down and kneels before Vader and says (laughs) 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 so I mean we've said this multiple times during the podcast that like legends and and are so important to you know understanding different behaviors and taboos of a culture and you know enforcing certain behaviors and what I think about and I because I don't know as much about the historical brothers Grimm but I think what they did in their time 
like trying to go around and collect these stories, we really have to appreciate now because you think about how much would have been lost had it not been mm -hmm. for them mm -hmm. making this point to go out and collect these stories. Real Grimm's fairy tales are awful yeah awful. there's a point no the, the true oh, yeah. fairy tales like the true story of sleeping beauty she didn't mm. actually wake up the prince got pissed off he rapes her and then the sun and the moon it comes or like the moon comes from it there's twins like that's one mm. version mm -hmm. yeah 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 he, he rapes her he, he he rapes her and he leaves and she has children and one of the babies trying to suckle from the mother uh comes up and sucks the um the, the poison thorn that's put her sleep out of her finger and that's how she wakes up huh in one, of the, in one of the grim versions. I mean, that's a, that would be an awful way to wake up. Yeah, the Snow White. The stepmother was forced to put on iron, like burning iron, iron shoes, and dance until her feet were bloody and rotten. Huh. Like there, mm -hmm. the, the yeah. stories were way darker to enforce behaviors. Mm -hmm. We have got horror movies now. They're, 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 they had uh, grim. They had their own stories then. Yeah. So they had like the prince was like Cosby. Ooh, oh, dark and topical. Dark and topical. Maybe a more, there, there's a an interesting version, interesting tale about this fellow who made a deal with the devil and he wasn't going to bathe for three years, but the devil gave him all these enchantments, all these ways he could help people if he wanted to, and so he he, he helped this this man who's in dire straits, and he said, oh, "I'll let you marry one of my daughters," and he shows up and there's these whole he's horribly hairy and smelly and. He's like, oh, I'll clean out public laboratories. And he's just like the worst guy in the mm -hmm. world. But and the first two daughters like, I want no part of this guy. I want no part of this guy, regardless of what he's done for my, save my father's life here. Uh -huh. But the third daughter is like, no, yes, I, I will take him for my husband. I, I feel that devotion. And then, you know, of course, at the end of the three years, and he, before his marriage, wedding gets cleaned up, and he's this beautiful, rich, handsome prince. Uh -huh. And so the daughter marries him, and the two, and the two older daughters uh, commit suicide. Well. And, and and the, and then the, Satan shows up, and the guy says, "Yeah, I." And, and the prince says, "Hey, I won. I made the three years without bathing or doing anything nice for myself." He says, "No, I won. If you'd bathed or something, I would have gotten one soul. Instead, I got two. Nah. Oh wow. Like, whoa! When I read that last line, I was like, "Oh man, brothers yeah. Grimm got a little wow. you know, got a little hardcore on me there." Interesting. I mean, like that, that's that's ascribing the fault of the. The two daughters to uh, to the guy, though. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been safe to say that those souls were going to Satan anyway. You think? Yeah. You think if they no, because if if he had if he had bathed them and cleaned up, the first woman would have probably have married him, and yeah. she'd still be uh, living. No, because if they're the type of people who shallow, yeah, if they're the type of people who kill themselves when they realize that I their sister married the prince, yeah. That uh, they they were they were hellbound anyway. Let's possibly, be honest. Possibly, but you know you uh, give them. That's give just them the 50, devil being a sore loser. You give them another fifty years of to, to reform, then may, then maybe they they make it. But. Right, and maybe the the love of the prince changes their life and their entire outlook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah. Linda's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, uh, kind kind of going back to. Other folklore in Christmas, uh, like uh, Krampus, isn't the only Christmas monster. Yeah. What are some there's others? A, there's some other Christmas well, monsters. There, there. Uh, Frau Perchta, we heard. Frau Perchta, the Frau Christmas Perchta. witch. I am not going to be able to say this right. Uh, maybe you know a bit more. Mm. How to? Nope. 
Uh, okay, so Jola Koturin. Koturin? Jola Koturin. Is, 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 is that Finnish? Yeah, yeah oh. Icelandic. Icelandic, okay. A huge and vicious cat said to lurk in the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eat people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Sounds like Here. a Finnish. <laughs> sounds like one of those like forest cats that you think Pixel Great is. Great big black cat. <laughs> so that's where you actually want your grandmother to send you some clothes. Mm-hmm. Socks. So, oh my God! That's why they send you socks for Christmas. That could so, be. So, so is that the, is that the the, the counter argument is saying like it. Instead of like, if you're not good, Krampus will get you. This is the kid says, "Oh yeah, well if you if you don't get me new clothes, and this devil cat from Iceland yeah, is yeah. going to disembowel me here." The fashion Eat cat you. will come yes. for you. Yes. Uh, there's uh, Bell's Nickel, who. Uh, oh yeah, that was talked about at at Teslacon. I can't. Bell's Nickel. Um, I can't remember what he did, but he comes to children sometimes before Christmas, wearing tattered old clothing and raggedy fur. He carries a switch to frighten children and candy to reward them for good behavior. That's right. Where, yeah, does he have his? Does he have a windowless van somewhere too? This, this guy sounds. There's uh, Hans Trop, who is the, who's an anti-Santa, who hands out punishment. Who hands out punishment to bad children, and. So if he and Santa were meet to meet, they would mutually annihilate one another? Yeah. <laughs> Rip a black hole in space-time? Yes. But then there's uh, Pierre Fautard, who, whose uh, name translates to Father Whipper. Father Whipper. <laughs> well, it's like uh, Frau Perkta, one of her other uh, incarnations, she would punish the girls who didn't do their lot of spinning. Mm-hmm. Like, she was known as the spinning lady. Uh, and if you didn't do the spinning that you were supposed to do, she might uh, beat you and eat you then. Or she would set fire to what you had uh, spun, even though you didn't finish it during the 12 days. Huh. Um, and you have to wonder if that's part of... Rumble still skin sounds like to me. Yeah, or most, or, oh. or even you need to do your spinning because we have to finish the weaving before it gets cold. And if you don't, if we don't finish the weaving, right. then we're not going to stay warm. Right, like, that right. kind of... Huh. That practical right, yeah, nugget of truth. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole list of monsters, though, and a lot of them kidnap, cook, and eat children who uh, misbehave or are bad in some way. That's what we're missing in this day and age. There's not enough cooking and eating of children. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough traumatizing of, of, right. of young people. That's that's. Uh... <clears throat> Yeah, we, we we're, we're yeah. The, the psychology. All the trauma comes through social media these days. We, I remember, we, and and that is interesting. That's the other thing I, I saw look, looking at this historically in 1953. Uh, this very Freudian psychiatrist in in Austria, who was part of the uh, Kinder movement, mm. you know, for for child health and welfare, puts out this the Austrian government puts out this pamphlet in 1953 saying, you know, Krampus is an evil man. Don't believe in Krampus. Don't do the Krampus thing anymore. It's traumatizing your poor kids. Mm. So you have this, this again. It's the same, same as the fascists did, trying to say the government saying, you know, don't you know dispense with Krampus. Right. Don't do that. It's it's not good for the children to be right. beaten. Right. Bad yeah. happening. Or terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we put out some great suggestions. Uh, see rare exports. See Krampus and read. What was the book again, Seth? Well, let's see. The book was. It's not loading. Art of the Deal by Krampus. <laughs> from, from, Feral, from Feral Press. The book.
book is called The Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas by Al Ridenour. Huh. Awesome. Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas. But if I can throw something out. Sure. Um, like a baby in a bag. Well, because there, there, there is there's a flip side, and I, I'm not saying I'm gonna pro dramatic Krampus children, whatever. But um, uh, this kid me is watching that that Mr. Rogers documentary. I remember hating Mr. Rogers when I was a kid, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it took me until I was an adult to go. Well, every time I turned him on, he told me I was gonna die or something. You know what? 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 He does. He actually goes to some dark places, right? I, 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 uh, so I, re revisit. Well, so I don't know about. So I've been uh, since I, I've been involved with some some uh, some kids and um, like Netflix and these, they have kids shows. Mm -hmm. There is no uh, representation of death or consequences. In the the nobody, nobody goes to jail. Nothing happens. Whereas when I was a kid, I went. I mean, the Terminator. You know, I saw people death, 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 death. All right, and whether or not I understood it, it was there for a conversation. Is the Terminator a child's movie? Yeah. No, no, I snuck in. I was, but or whatever. No, no, but I'll, Mr. I'll, I'll Mr. Rogers you. is the same. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. There's this uh, one of the Warner Brothers movies. The uh, character is called Cheese Chasers. And in, in, it's one of these things I hadn't thought of in years, and suddenly it hits me like, my God, this was a kid's show. Yeah. Well, think of it's the Black Cauldron. Or Star Blazer. Well, well, or I, Disney's, um, Disney had some really dark films that they've tried Black to Cauldron. distance themselves from. Mm. Um, gosh. Uh, Not, uh, Fantasia's Night on Bald Mountain. Well, yes. no, Cheese Chasers is, is darker than that. This is an eight-minute Warner Brothers cartoon. They have these two mice, and they get loose in their, you know, their nirvana. They get to this cheese factory. They eat cheese all night. And the next morning, they're like laying back on. Oh, I had so much. I'll never be able to eat cheese again. And the other one says, Oh, I'll never be able to eat cheese again either. And they look at each other and say, Then what is there left to live for? And the rest of the cartoon are these two mice trying to commit suicide. Oh! oh. For laughs. In comedic ways? Yeah, well, they, they just walk up to the cat, oh. they pry open the mouth, and they just step right in. Cat wakes up and like, what the heck is going? He gags them out and they keep trying <laughs> to get the cat to eat them. And then the cat's like, this is just wrong. <laughs> like, that does um, sound very the, the cartoon for Too Watership easy. Down. Like, there was, uh, or The Secret of Nim. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, all of the, Charlotte's Web even. Yeah. There's death oh, in Charlotte's yeah. Web. Yeah, yeah Wilbur's got the, he's got the axe right to his neck. Yeah, and really Charlotte has babies and dies. Spoiler alert. You guys are ruining my childhood. <laughs> so it's, there's, there's... Out of kindness, they did not show uh, the children of Charlotte eating her. So, <laughs> fact. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, you have to wonder, like, it's that balance. We seem to be a period of going too far one way, of being a little too soft with our content. Mm -hmm. Except for Up, I think everyone, you know. Everyone got to Woof. Woof. Gosh. But, oh. uh, and then there was the other side. So maybe that's why Krampus is getting so popular. Maybe there's this, like, this, uh, little intern, internal unconscious urge by society to Toughen up. remind the things go bump in the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's some sugar and salt. For every good, there, without evil, there can be no good. Mm -hmm. Without the, without some kind of menace, it, without salt, there can be no sugar. Mm -hmm. Without some kind of menace, 
Because without, without the taboo, there can be no sacred. Who, who are the Jedi without the Sith? Right. So without the coyote running into walls and falling off of cliffs, there is no balance in the Force? <laughs> you're, you're mixing the metaphor a little <laughs> bit more than I would have. But. Well, well, we'll let the audience decide. Right. Maybe if they want to... Tell us in their comments and things like this, this podcast what their thoughts are on the Krampus. Maybe yeah. they have some other Krampus books or movies they want to share for us and the rest of our viewers. And let us know what you think. Yep. And like and subscribe. And Yeah. Leave us a review on uh, iTunes. I want to see a few iTunes reviews. If somebody yeah. leaves us an iTunes review, uh, uh, a good one, I think we should read it out on the show. Yes. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I concur. We will get Jenna to dance on the table. What? So, <laughs> so, considering... I don't think any of the... Of the uh, anyone... If it gets a review... There may or may not be evidence of me doing this in the past, so I can't, like... I, Jenna, I've seen your Facebook. <laughs> it was a Greek restaurant. It was tradition. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was bad. Uh, how do you, how do you explain shit. PlanetCon last year? <laughs> There was no dancing on the table in. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pictures of it. Yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, anyway, so thank we... you all for uh, tuning in. And uh, next time we're going to be uh, uh, talking about the new Star Wars movie because I think it will have already been out by the time we do our next podcast. You can believe that. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the new Star Wars movie and The Mandalorian. Yes. Oh, gracious folks. Yeah. A lot of good stuff there. So... Anyway, thank you all. We will see you next time. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.